Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Friday, December 16th. I'm Steve Baker. You'll hear about In-N-Out Night and a local changing of the guard. But first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, sunny with a high near 53. Tonight, low around 30. Saturday, 51 and sunny. Slight chance of showers Monday night through Tuesday. Sacramento today, patchy fog, frost mainly before 9 a.m., otherwise partly sunny, high 53. Tonight, frost after 2 a.m., patchy fog after 5 a.m., low 31. Saturday, widespread frost and patchy fog before 9 a.m., otherwise sunny and a high of 53. Truckee Tahoe, today, dense freezing fog before 10 a.m., sunny and a high of 34. Tonight, freezing fog after 10 p.m., low of 8 degrees. Saturday, widespread freezing fog before 10 a.m., 34 and sunny. Placerville and Angels Camp, today, mainly sunny and a high of 56. Well, this is from our Names Make News Department. It was in and out night at the Nevada Joint Union High School District Board meeting Wednesday night when three newly elected trustees were seated and the board said goodbye to four trustees, including one abrupt vacancy. According to a story published on Ubinet.com, in our new trustees, Ken Johnson, Olivia Pritchett, and Wendy Willoughby. They were sworn in by Superintendent Dan Frisella. Out are trustees James Hinman, who was absent, Stephanie Leshman, and Pat Seeley. As the new trustees took their seats, Frisella announced that trustee Jim Drew had left the meeting and would not participate in the proceedings. Later in the meeting, you can put Drew in your out crowd as well, with Frizella announcing that Drew had resigned his seat on the board, effective immediately. The new board elected Dwayne Gansky as president, Wendy Willoughby as vice president, and Olivia Pritchett as clerk of the board. Student Representative Amelia Glass was elected to the board for a term ending next June. Drew's term was set to expire in November 2024. That means the board will have to determine if the Area 3 trustee seat gets filled by appointment or by special election. Drew was elected to the board in 2016 and re-elected in 2020. There was also a changing of the guard at the Grass Valley City Council on Tuesday night when Ben Aguilar handed over the mayor's gavel to Jan Arbuckle. The Union newspaper of Grass Valley reports Aguilar was first appointed to the council in March 2015. He has served as mayor for the past two years, but had announced in August that he would not run for re-election to the council. New council member Haven Caravelli and incumbent Hillary Hodge, who was re-elected in November, both took the oath of office for four-year terms. The council members voted to make Hodge the new vice mayor, according to the union. The Sacramento Bee is reporting congressional measures that could help California with wildfire prevention and mitigation are poised to become law in the final days of this legislative session. And one of those laws could get California more planes to fight fires, a change Governor Gavin Newsom and California senators discussed with White House officials in July. Another would ensure the federal agency charged with responding to natural disasters treats wildfires with the same level of urgency as it does hurricanes. A bill pushed by California Senator Alex Padilla eliminates the cap on extra military planes that the Department of Defense can transfer in a year to an agency or state for wildfire suppression through the National Defense Authorization Act. Padilla, a Democrat, says eliminating the cap, currently seven planes per agency, would improve our ability to fight increasingly catastrophic wildfires in California and across the West by growing our federal aerial firefighting fleets, 
on the front lines of wildfires. The measure also allows states to acquire the aircraft directly rather than through an agency and requires an annual report on the number of planes transferred each year. Padilla, Newsom, and California Senator Dianne Feinstein met with the Department of Defense and Biden administration officials to discuss removing the cap at no cost to the Federal Emergency Management Agency or the U.S. Forest Service. The Ego Company has been fined about $85,000 after being convicted for releasing toxic gas at a waffle factory in California, the Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office announced last week. USA Today is reporting the Kellogg-owned waffle maker was convicted and sentenced on Friday for a large release of toxic ammonia from its San Jose factory in January 2021. It happened when a subcontractor damaged a pipe while on a scissor lift, the district attorney's office said. The pipe then began leaking anhydrous ammonia, a toxic gas that can cause severe injury or death. Ego managers believe they had stopped the leak and did not call 911 for more than an hour. The district attorney's office saying that this delay contributed to the emergency, which resulted in approximately 3,400 pounds of anhydrous ammonia escaping into the neighborhood surrounding the factory. While no injuries were reported, residents had to shelter in place for several hours while emergency responders worked to stop the leak, according to the district attorney's office. A county deputy district attorney says when companies fail to immediately report a release, they face serious consequences. In a statement sent to USA Today this week, Kellogg spokesperson Chris Bonner says the company had worked to improve the factory's processes and protocols since the 2021 incident. And then there's this. At a hearing on Wednesday, prosecutors presented the fullest account to date of what they say happened during the attack on Paul Pelosi and shared video footage captured from police body cameras. The suspect told police he was targeting other politicians and celebrities, including Governor Gavin Newsom, Hunter Biden, and Tom Hanks. And birthdays today include actress Liv Ullman at 84, journalist Leslie Stahl, best known for 60 Minutes, is turning 81, guitarist Tony Hicks of the Hollies is 77, and singer-guitarist Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top is but 73. Thanks to Joyce Miller for her contributions to this update. And now let's get back to your Friday morning show with Jerry Ann. No, wait, that's guest host Michael Keane. Where's the Hawaiian shirt, dude? <laughs> 